to the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. All right, I'm super hyped. I always say that, I know, but I'm just so excited for the word today. I'm so excited. I had a whole message prepped. I was excited. I went to life group and I'm like, guys, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for the word, you know, it's going to be about the fool and because, you know, we're talking about growth and then my message, the whole message changed today. So you just got to come back next week if you want to learn about the fool. If you don't want to be a fool, like just saying, okay, the fool, what does the fool do? Despises all wise counsel. So I cannot wait to throw down in there because I'm going to stop because I have a word for today. I believe that God has a word for you. If it's going to change my whole message, then this is for somebody. Look at your neighbor and say, are you somebody? Are you somebody? This message is for somebody tonight, and it's up to you to receive it. All right? So get out your Bibles, get out your notebooks, get out your eye pencil, your iPad, and your eyeballs, and let's go. Let's go. Right? What is 2020? There we go. That's L-L-Y-A. What is 2020? My breakout year. year. And what are we going to do? We're going to break through and we're going to break out every day if we feel like it or not. It's a daily choice. It's a daily decision, right? It's a daily discipline. Love is not a feeling. Love is a choice. You know what? I'm going to choose to love you. I'm going to choose. Like, seriously, we got to wake up in the morning. We need to make daily choices. It's not just whatever we feel like doing. Imagine if we did whatever we feel like doing. If I did whatever I felt like doing, I would play bumper cars out in the street because I suddenly feel like I want to ram the car in front of me. But that is a dumb feeling, right? I take that thought captive and I'm like, no, devil, no, not today. You're not going to take me out. So we need to make daily choices so that we can have excellent life, right? So we can live the abundant life. So we need to make this choice. We need to make this choice. Do we believe that this is our breakout year? Like, do you believe God or not? Right? We need to speak that this is our breakout year. As we're communicating through life in our everyday communication, are we talking about breakthrough, breakout in our finances, with our relationships, right, in the workplace, like getting a promotion? And she even got an award that said that she had a servant's heart. That's breakout. That's breakthrough. That's the world recognizing that something is different about you. What is it? For the world to give you an award, they're recognizing that you have a servant's heart. Everything's promoted like boss babe. Yeah, but who are you serving? Who are you serving? Who is out there in the world saying, you've got a servant's heart? We need to be promoting servant's heart. She got paid money. That's what I'm talking about. She's trusting God. She's giving her tithes. She's giving her arm. And she's like, God, you know I need a little money because your girl needs some shoes. And God came through. What did Pastor Dan say on Sunday? He said, you do your part, son, and I'll do my part. God's saying, you do your part, son. You do your part, daughter. Trust me. And he's actually asking, can you trust me? Because I will do my part. I am God. God, he is the truth. He can't speak a lie because he is truth. His word is truth. So we need to trust his truth and deny the false 
you know, the false that we, the fear, the fear that's coming up. Like, I don't know if I can trust God with that 10%. And God's giving you 90. Okay, I'm just, that was for somebody. You're talking about your money. Hold on. All right, let's jump into the message. Today we're going to be talking about maximum development through daily discipline. Maximum development through daily discipline. I wish that I could, you know, make daily choices for you. I mean, I don't know why I wish I could do that when it comes to, like, sons and daughters and you guys. You know, like, I'm like, oh, I wish I could pick that. You know, that's not the one. You know, you youngins, you know, you my little. So I'm like, "Mm, not her, not him. But I wish I could make that choice. But at the end of the day, I can't make choices for you, right? I wish that somebody could go to the gym for me. Does anybody else wish that somebody could go to the gym for them? I wish that somebody could put it in the time, but I have to say, girl, get your butt up. It's time to get going. Hit the treadmill. Get your 30 minutes in. Get the kettlebell. Let's go. You got this. And after, I'm so glad that I did. But we have to have daily disciplines that we live by. And maybe your mom and dad didn't teach you daily disciplines. You know, maybe you didn't have somebody in the faith to teach you daily disciplines with your spiritual walk. And, And this is not about religion. This is not to be like, you have to do this or God is mad at you. No, it's about if you want a better life, there's disciplines that you have to take. Right? Pastor Dan said, it's the small baby steps of today that creates the great success of tomorrow. We want the great success of tomorrow. We want the degree. We want the great marriage. We want the great kids. We want the great career. We want to be the business owner, the entrepreneur. We want it all. We want a house. We want a car. We want all these things, right? But it's the baby steps of today that we're taking to become the great father, to become the great husband, to become a great man, to become a great woman, to become a great son, to become a great daughter, to become right obedient to the voice of the Lord, to become a great disciple of Jesus Christ, to become a world changer. It's daily disciplines. Like we can wear a shirt, world changer, but what are you doing to change the world around you? Today, your brother, your sister, your mom, your spouse, what are we doing to, to change the world around us? That's, what, that's why I'm talking about daily disciplines. And if anybody can talk about it, I can talk about it. Because like growing up, I was the, un, the most undisciplined person. Like I didn't even care. I didn't care at all. Like for some reason, I just, I was like, whatever. Daily disciplines was not my thing. Chateau was like reaching for the stars. And I was just reaching for the refrigerator. Like, let's go. You know, we got milk and cookies. But she tells my older sister. And she just had, like, drive. Like, she was born with, like, I'm going to be a lawyer. Or I'm going to get out of the ghetto. Like, I'm going to go to school. But growing up, like, we didn't have to, you did your homework or not. Like, nobody cared. Nobody checked. And it's not that I had bad parents. It was just, like, they had a lot of labor work to do. So they were just not, you know, that wasn't their thing. But Chattel got home. Chattel would stay up all night. She would do her homework. She would read every book. Chattel would look in the classroom, and she would look for somebody who was going to be like, okay, 
Who's my partner in this class? Who does their homework? Who's a straight A student? Who's right on track? And I'm looking in the classroom like, who's fun? Like, who's going to ditch with me? Like, how are we going to get out of this assignment? You know what I mean? So if anybody can talk about daily disciplines, it's me. Because if I can create daily disciplines, then you can create daily disciplines. If there is hope for me, there is hope for you. I'm just saying, all right? There's hope for everybody. And it happens with baby steps. It happens with baby steps. So maximum development through daily disciplines. Growth is a choice. Okay, your spiritual growth, your maturity growth, that's a choice. We're getting, we're getting older every day, but it doesn't mean we're getting more mature every day. That is a daily choice. So we're choosing to show up to grow up. We're learning daily disciplines that keep us growing. And you know what? They keep us going. They keep us growing. They keep us going. Maturing having progress, advancing, right, improving, and discovering. What are we discovering? What do we want to discover? I want to discover God's plan. I want to discover God's will. I want to discover God's purpose, his kingdom, and his way of doing things. That's why we come to church. We don't come to church to get God off our back. We don't come to church to get brownie points from God. God is already well pleased with you. He sees you through the blood of Jesus. He sees you forgiven. He sees you being the best, right? We just need to change our thinking into what God already sees in us, his way of doing things. So we show up to grow up. 1 Corinthians 13, 11. This is the living Bible. All right. 1 Corinthians 13, 11. It's like this. When I was a child, I spoke and thought and reasoned as a child does. But when I became a man, my thoughts grew far beyond those of my childhood. And now I have put away childish things. They didn't just go away. What do we have to do? We have to put away childish things. It's time to put away childish things. It's time to grow up. It's time to mature, okay? So when I was 15 years old, you know you're going to get a story, okay? You came here on Wednesday, you know you're going to get a story. So when I was 15 years old, I have been here since I was 13. I've been here for 23 years. So when I was 15 years old, I got in a fight at school. I was failing a couple classes, and... um, it was like a whole bunch of things. They were done. Like, you know, you get in trouble, 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 that you end up in the principal's office. Yes, I was at Westview, and I ended up in the principal's office. And I'm over here like, I'm excited about Jesus. I'm learning about Jesus. But, like, I don't know everything yet, okay? Like, I'm just, I'm a 1,000 or nothing at all, so I'm a 1,000%. So I get kicked. I don't get kicked out, but I get in trouble. They call my mom. And this is all the way I had already been kicked out of school earlier. I had already got to, like, juvie. Like, I had already had some situations, okay? So my parents were like, we're done. They cut, they, I had long hair. They cut it off. They cut my hair off. They took my clothes away. They gave me, like, only three outfits. But you know your girl. Like, she make the best out of any situation. I got so much gel like gel. I slicked my hair. I bought a fake chongo in the back and pretended like I still got it, you know. They gave me three outfits. I rocked those outfits like nobody. And they're like, this girl is crazy. Like, we, we, can't, we can't beat her. We can't ground her. I was grounded my whole life. I was grounded. But I knew that if I cleaned my house, my mom, my mom would let me go. 
So when I got grounded, all I needed to do was clean my house. Anyways, so that's what I'm, that's the situation, okay? So and I'm only 15. It's like, calm down, girl. I don't know what was up. So you know what was up is that God had a plan for my life. The devil was also after me, and your girl was distracted, okay? So 15 years old, I get that call. My mom and dad are like, we're done. Like, we don't know what to do with her. And they, they made an appointment with pastor. Like, we've spanked her. We've ground her. We cut her hair all the way off. She doesn't care. We took all her clothes away. She still thinks she's all that. Like, we don't know what to do with this child. And we're afraid we're going to lose her. So he gets, he calls me in. I'm afraid of Pastor Dan's office. First of all, I've never been in a pastor's office. And I think, like, when you get there, that God is there and that the, the earth is going to swallow you up because you're bad. I don't know what I was thinking. My imagination was wild and fun. So I get there. And you know what Pastor Dan teaches me? He doesn't even talk about that I got in a fight. He doesn't even talk about my bad grades. He doesn't even talk about me arguing with my parents. He just asked me, do you know how to get somebody saved? I was like, wait, did my parents tell you what just happened? Because, like, like I was ready for, like, fire, and you're going to hell, and there's no hope for you. You're a loser. And he's just like, do you know how, do you know how to get somebody saved? And I'm like, no, I, I don't know how to get anybody saved. And he's like, I need to teach you how to get somebody saved. Because, like, you could change the world. <laughs> if you could conquer these two parents, like, you could do anything. Like, and he taught me right then and there how to get somebody saved. And he also taught me this scripture, Romans 10, 17. He's like, open your Bible. And he said, so, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing by the word of God. In the Amplified, it says, so faith comes by hearing what is told and what is heard comes by the preaching of the message concerning Christ. He's like, if you'll just keep hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God, you could change the world. A girl like that, with a passion like that, with a fire like that, you could change the world. And I want to share with you guys that if you keep hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God, faith comes. But what are you hearing? Like, what are you listening to? Is it faith or is it fear? What is on repeat? What song is on repeat? What show is on repeat? Whose voice is on repeat in your head? Because that's what you're getting faith in. You're getting faith for that. It's just in the opposite of good. You're getting faith for that, that you're going to catch that virus. You're getting faith for that, like, oh, you always get cheated on. You're getting faith for that. Why? Because you're always listening to that. You always have that as the, as the narrative of your life. Why? Because that's the music you listen to. That's the movies you watch. You're wondering why you're having scary dreams. Like, stop watching the movies. You know, what, what, what are you hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing? Because I want to encourage you guys to hear and hear and hear and hear the word of God. And now we have podcasts where you can hear and hear and hear and hear and hear and hear and hear the word of God. So there are messages and there are moments that mark your life forever. 
forever. And I believe that Sunday's message from Pastor Dan was one of those messages. I believe that Sunday's message was one of those moments. And I wanted to say my story, and I want to go through these notes, because I wanted to share with you guys, don't miss this moment. And don't miss this message because this could transform your whole life. And you could become that man of God that you want to be. You could become that woman of God that you want to be when, when you hear and hear and hear and have on repeat and have on replay. Why? Because you're becoming, you're becoming, you're becoming, becoming, becoming. It was one of those messages. He talked about, one thing he talked about was guard your heart. Guard your heart. Proverbs 4.23. Guard. So it's double guard. We're military guard and we're gardening. We need to military guard the word of God that's going forth in our heart. So we need to guard and protect those good things. But we also need to guard in. We need to get the weeds that have been planted. Somebody has mistreated you. Somebody has hurt you. Somebody has wronged you. It's time to guard in your heart. And it's time to get rid of those things. Today's society wants you to just be cold-hearted. They want you just to be like, oh, no, nah, no. Nah. Like, it doesn't matter to me. People don't matter to me. Like, but you know that people matter to you. And what happened, it did hurt you. And it's time to let go of those things and trust God to heal your heart. It's time to let go of what happened to you and let God restore like only he can restore. He can heal that heart and he can heal that insecurity and he can heal that wound. So you're no longer guarding it. We're protecting over what we should be getting rid of. Sometimes we're protecting that scar. We're protecting that wound. We're protecting what had happened to us. And we're hiding it and we're guarding it when we need to garden it. And we need to trust God that God's the healer. We need to trust God that we don't know the answers. We don't know why. But we can trust God that God can heal our heart. He can restore our heart. Because we need to guard it above all else. For it determines the course of our life. It determines the course of our life. Is our life forever going to be marked by these moments in the negative? Or are, are, is our life going to be marked by the moments of the positive? It's up to us. It's up to you. It's up to me. Stop emotionally guarding your heart and start gardening it. We're going to stop emotionally guarding our heart and start guarding it. Number two, another thing he talked about was you value your life based upon your experience. You value your life based upon your experience, your identity, and your life's filter. This is huge. You value your life based on your experience, your identity, and your life's filter. Perceive price, perceive value versus purchase price and purchase value. So you're perceiving your life to be valued based upon what others said of you based upon your parents said, you weren't planned, we didn't, you know, you just came, when actually you should be valuing your life on your purchase price, your purchased value. Your value is based upon your purchase price. You know what? You've been bought with the priceless blood of Jesus. The priceless blood of Jesus. That is your purchase price. You've been redeemed. You're no longer a slave to sin. 
You're no longer under bondage to what people have said about you. You're no longer in bondage because you're born of this family and this is how we live and this is what we do and this is our habits and this is how we do things. No, we're, we're of a new family. We're of the blood of Jesus. We have a new way of doing things and we're not going to repeat history. We're going to rewrite history and we're going to make things right for our family. We're going to make things right in our household. We're going to make things right for our children. We're going to make things right for the next generation. We're going to make things right. Why? Because we're going to have maximum development with our daily disciplines because what you do daily matters. What you do daily matters. It's the small baby steps of today that's producing the great success of tomorrow. And you know what? There's no guilt. There's no condemnation. Maybe you didn't know your value. Maybe, you, maybe nobody told you your worth. But I want to tell you your value. I want to tell you your worth. And I want you to know that you're forgiven and you're no longer a slave to sin. And that we, faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. And we need these messages to be on repeat in our life so that we can start producing fruit of these messages, right? He talked in, about renewing your mind. Romans 12, 2. And do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed, progressively changed as you mature spiritually. This is progressively, okay? Progressively changed. It's not automatic. It's not immediate. It's not instant. This isn't, we're not coffee, right? It's progressively, progressively changed, as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values. What are you focusing on? What are the attitudes you're focusing on so that you may prove for yourself, not your neighbor, not your spouse, not your mom, not your dad. You need to prove for yourself what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. We all want to know God's plan. When is it going to happen? When we, when we renew our mind to the word of God. When we start believing what God says about us and we start rejecting what the world says about us. And even sometimes what we say about ourselves, right? Another thing he talked about, the fourth thing he talked about was control your thoughts. You have the power, you have the ability to control your thoughts. I am in control of my thoughts. I am in control of my life. Nobody can tell me what to think, right? Because our thoughts become our emotions. Our emotions become our actions. Our actions become our experience. Our experience creates our environment. And our created environment creates, leaves our legacy. So we are not a product of our environment. We are not a product of where we live. We are not a product of the job we have. We are not a product of the choices we've made. Is that crazy? But that's what the world wants to tell us. Oh, you came from that family. Oh, you came from that hood. Oh, you came from that income. Oh, you came from that border. Oh, you came from that. You came from that. You came from that. No. It all starts with what you think, what you believe about yourself. And when you know that God paid the price for you, then you know that you've been redeemed. You're no longer a slave to sin. You have a new identity. You are a new creation. All things have passed away. All things have become new. You are a new man. You're a new woman. And it's time to discover who you truly are and stop believing the lie and start leaving a legacy of created environments. 
We're going to leave a legacy for those to come. Because, yeah, these are the choices I made. You're going to tell your son. You're going to tell your daughter. But, you, but they're going to see like, but dad, we're not living that life. It doesn't look like that. Son, daughter, it's because I made choices. I surrendered my life to Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I became new from the inside. And the outside changed. Because we walk by faith, not by sight. We're believing the best. Right? Are you guys with me? You guys receiving anything tonight? Let's go. And no one can make me feel anything. That is so empowering to realize no one on this planet can make me feel anything. Why? Because I will not allow them. Because my thoughts create my feelings. And if somebody wants to speak something negative, I'm not going to receive that. Why? Because I know my value. I'm secure in Jesus. I'm secure in what he says about me. And that's why we need to get to Love Life University. That's why. Why? So you can know what Jesus says about you. So you know what God says about you. So it's all about your thoughts. 2 Corinthians 10.5. This is the Amplified. We are destroying sophisticated arguments and every exalted and proud thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. And we are taking every thought and purpose captive to the obedience of Christ. We're taking thoughts captive. So just because a thought flies in your mind, do not entertain it. Okay? If we entertained every thought, you know, I'd be playing bumper cars out there. Right? Because when I see, some, when I, when I see a ramp, I want to ah, NASCAR it. But this ain't NASCAR. This is the freeway, okay? When somebody's riding my tail, I want to be like, what up? Back up, you know? And I get all gangster. Like, I have no idea. Gangster signs start flying. Like, what are you doing, Sasha? What are you doing? Reel it in. Start telling people, you number one. I don't flip them off, but I'm like, you know my mind is. But am I going to entertain those thoughts or I'm going to take those thoughts captive and I'm going to walk in self-control. I'm going to have patience. I'm going to understand that, you know what, traffic is coming. But I thank God because God's bringing them all right here to Love Life Church. God, we're the fastest growing. Why? Because we're going to win the world right here in Glendale and Phoenix and Arizona. God's bringing them to us. There's a whole neighborhood coming around us. And you think I'm going to be mad about traffic? No, I'm going to thank God. Thank God they need Jesus. Thank God we're calling them in. Thank God that's one of my three. No, or I could run them over. Do you know what I mean? What are we going to choose? Take the thought captive, calm yourself, walk in self-control, and wave. Woo, Jesus. And I know that I'm going to be older one day too, probably driving the speed limit. And I'm going to want people to wave at me, not You know what? I can really control myself when there's a state patrol behind me, right? I can really control myself. You can really control yourself if Miss Sasha's there. Somehow you don't cuss at all. Somehow you don't lose it at all. Somehow you have so much self-control. If Pastor Dan's there, like, hmm. He's like a new person. I'm like, who are you? Right? So you have self-control. You're just not choosing to use it. Hey, we're going to leave that right there. You need to pick it up, pick it up. If not, just walk by. 
We want to leave a legacy of world changers, winning the world for Jesus. And we want to live our best life. Not like, oh, we're serving the Lord. No, we're like, we're serving Jesus. Well, our finances are in order. Our relationships are in order. We're winning the world. We're having a blast. We're living our best life, right? That's why we're going to do these daily disciplines. And all this new information only equals an opportunity for change. It's only an opportunity. It's only an opportunity to become a world changer. It's only an opportunity because change isn't changed until it's changed. Change isn't changed until it's changed, right? You have to make change to have change. And here at Love Life Church, we love change. Why? Because we love growth. We don't just listen to God's word. We apply it to our everyday lives. We're exercising our faith. We're growing up. We show up to grow up, right? Every time that we come to Love Life Church, you have four choices, okay? You get four choices. Every time you hear the word, you get four options to choose from. Number one, by the wayside. The word goes forth. It's just going to go by the wayside. Number two, you're going to have some stony ground in your heart. Number three, you're going to have some thorny ground. And number four, and this is us here at Love Life. This is us here at LLYA. You're going to be good ground. Be good ground, right? Because we're guarding our heart. You choose. Matthew 13, 1 through 9. It says, on the same day Jesus went out of the house and sat by the sea, and a great multitude were gathered together to him. So that he got onto a boat and sat, and a whole multitude stood on the shore. Then he spoke many things to them in parables, in sayings. Behold, a sower went out to sow, and he sowed some fowl by the wayside. There's the wayside, okay? And the birds came, and they devoured them. Number two, some fell on stony places where they did not have much earth, and they immediately sprang up because they had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, they were scorched because they had no root. They withered away. Number three, you get four options, okay? This is your choice, the menu of four. One, two, three, what combo do you want? Here we go. Number three, some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up, and they choked them. Number four. But others fell on good ground and yielded a crop, some a hundred, some sixty, and some thirty. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Which combo do you want? Do you want to be good ground, stony ground, thorny ground, or is it just going by the wayside? This is Matthew, there we go, 13, the message. Here's number one. When the seed falls by the wayside is when anyone hears the news of the kingdom and doesn't take it in. It remains on the surface. So the evil one comes along and plucks it right out of the person's heart. This is the seed that the farmer scattered by the road, by the wayside. Number two is when the seed falls on the stony ground. This is why we're talking about your heart. This is why we need to guard our heart. We need to guard in our heart. The word is going forth. What are you going to receive? This, the seed cast into the, this is stony ground. The seed cast into the gravel. This is the person who hears and instantly responds with enthusiasm. That was a good word. Preach it, pastor. Yes, pastor Dan was on fire. What was the word about? I'm not sure. It was bomb, though. Here's your combo number two, right? 
There's no soil of character. So when the emotions wear off and some difficulties arrive, there is nothing to show for it. Here's the number three again. When the seed falls on the thorny ground, the seed cast in the weeds is the person who hears the kingdom news. But the weeds of worry and illusion about getting everything, wanting everything under the sun, strangles what was heard and nothing comes of it. Here's combo number four. This is what we order in every time we show up here at Love Life Church. When the seed falls on good ground, the seed cast on the good ground is the person who hears and takes, this is my added, they take responsibility, accountability, daily disciplines. We're developing daily disciplines so that he's you. Hears the word and takes it takes in the word, then produces a harvest beyond his or her wildest dreams. Which are you? So Pastor Dan had that amazing word. And we can hear and hear and hear and hear and hear. But we have to determine our heart. We have to determine our ground. That is completely up to you. Is the word going by the wayside? You up, you're in here taking a nap? Is the word on stony ground? Thorny ground are good ground. And you know what? We all have a bad day. We all have a bad day. But don't turn it into a bad life, right? Make the choice. There's different stages. Not everybody's in the same season. We all go through things, but we need to garden our heart, right? Let's take responsibility for the condition of our heart. It's not your spouse's responsibility. It's not your neighbor's responsibility. It's not your mom, your dad. It's your personal responsibility to take control of the condition of your heart. And God will help you. We need to double guard it, right? Because it ultimately determines the course of our life. So guard your heart. Guard in your heart. Prepare it for good ground. So when you're on your way to church, like, let it go. Whatever you're dealing with, it doesn't matter. Do worship. Let it go. Say, God, I want the word you have for me today. I want to receive all that you have for me. And take notes. Put it on repeat. Hit the podcast. Because every time we come to Love Life Church, we believe the word that is going forth. We receive the word that is going forth. We're going to speak the word that is going forth. We're going to apply the word that is going forth. And we are going to multiply the word that is going forth. Because God is giving things out according to your ability. And he's saying, are you a good and faithful servant? And I'm saying, yes, sir, here it is multiplied. Yes, sir, here it is a hundredfold. Yes, sir, here it is. He's giving you things according to your ability. The word is going forth. And it's our responsibility to garden our heart. So who's ready to grow and go to the next level? Let's go. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So what is on repeat in your heart? What is on repeat in your life? Is it negative? Is it the negative report? Is it the evil that's been done to you? Or is it God's word? Is it healing? Is it restoration? Is it seeing others with grace? Seeing others through the blood of Jesus. Seeing others as a child of God. That's just not your husband. That's a son of God. That's just not your son. That's a son of God. That's just not your daughter. That's a daughter of God. That's just not your wife. That's a daughter of God. We are sons and we are daughters. We're in this together. We're better together. When we start seeing each other as sons and daughters, we're going to start valuing others. 
through the blood of Jesus. That if Jesus paid that ultimate price, that we're going to be loyal, that we're going to walk in love, that we're going to walk in unconditional love with each other, right? What's on repeat in your heart? So spiritual development has to do with your daily relationship. Look at your name and say daily. Daily relationship with God, with his word, and with his church. It's a daily relationship. Can you imagine being in a marriage and he never spoke? What is that? God's with you every single day. Talk to him. Listen to him. Have his voice on repeat. Make a daily choice to recognize that it's your responsibility to grow up. Never stop growing, maturing, having progress, advancing, improving, and discovering God's plan and God's best for your life. It's your choice. What is 2020? My breakout year. What are we going to do? We're going to break through and we're going to break out because the word of the Lord went forth. Our spirits are strong. Our emotions are settled. Our minds are disciplined. Our bodies are healed and made whole. We're strong in the Lord and the power of his might. And we are Love Life Church. And this, this is our breakout year. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.